When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Welcome to Treks in the City, Imsadi. My name is Veronica. I am from Bedasid. I'm still learning to say the name of my own planet. Anyway, I'm contacting all of your minds to tell you that I won't be there tonight. However, since I am from Biraset, I know how to contact you with my brain, which is sexier, some men say. And so I will be with you tonight, reading your every thought like a stalker. Don't you forget about Veronica. Hashtag... Fear of missing out, fully spelled out. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Let me tell you what it was. <laughs> Embarrassingly poorly attended for a karaoke party. <laughs> where was it? So it was at my boyfriend's home where he has like- Garrett. Garrett. My mom calls him Jarrett. Is it Jarrett? Uh, I almost said Wyatt today for some um, reason. I wish. <laughs> Sorry. Only for tens. Uh, so there's- uh, He's like three roommates besides him. And then they have their girlfriends. I, I just didn't want to throw a huge giant party rager yes. of all my friends at this person's house. I wanted to keep it small. Mm-hmm. But since it was on a weeknight, that meant that some people came very early and some people came very late. And so there was no, like a lot of people didn't cross over. Like there was a big part of the party that came and they didn't even see each other. There was no part of the party where there was like everybody was there. You had once. a second wave. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't. It's not a weeknight thing to have a second wave, no. and uh, it felt like everybody was tired before it started, and it just. <laughs> and then there was karaoke, and my boyfriend was so sweet. Like I walked in, he was already setting it up, the PA, everything. There was two microphones, and then he he did serenade me. He sang "Beat It." No, no, he sang uh, <laughs> "Beat It." That'd be great. He sang "We're in a Road to Nowhere," which I don't know what that really means i don't know what he's trying to say with that but um it's a fun song gotta look past the title <laughs> gotta look past the title look past the title you know uh he's saying uh the way you make me feel and then <laughs> then beat it <laughs> then beat it right into beat it and then he hurt his knee he hurt his knee while he was singing and so he's limp singing it was really how did he hurt his knee i don't he's just 
What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> was he just standing there and he collapsed? Pretty much. He was doing he some a, he was he doing cross, some shenanigans. He crossed a foot over another yes. foot. Yes. And then he just all of a sudden was like, ah, in the middle of the song. He started like he had to like limp over to a chair, but he kept singing. He kept on singing, and that is because he loves me. <laughs> so don't question it. Let me see if there's a video here of nope, there's not. Do okay. you guys say love to each other? All the time we just <laughs> we say love. <laughs> Love. Not I love you, just love. Oh, just the word love. Just in general. Oh. My wife and I say I love you all the time. Yeah. Too all much? Do you I mean, like- I think about it sometimes, <laughs> but it's not, it never feels like too much, but it, sometimes I realize we say it a lot, but we love each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. We're not like on some- <laughs> What are you going to do? We're not like a couple's on some sitcom where they call each other idiot or whatever. That- <laughs> That depiction of marriage is so disgusting to me. Like if you're if that's your reality, watching the show is no reprieve you from your idiot life. You like idiot. That. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. It's it's horrible. Well, my parents have been married for phew, nigh on, you know, 20 years or sure, something. Sure. And my stepdad got injured in a horse trailer. And um my mom was telling me the story. And I said, well, why did he do that? Why did he get into that situation in which he was in the trailer with the horse where the horse could injure? And he, she said, because he is an idiot. Like that. She said it like that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you why. It's because he's an idiot. But I guess that to me was like the extent. Like, like That still is within the bounds. Because she loves him. but Because she was, he made worried. her afraid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a different he thing. He made everyone afraid. That's a different thing. Uh, but we say I, lo- I love you all the time. I love you, Garrett. Are you listening? You never listen. You never listen. Why doesn't Garrett listen? I don't. You know he's got. He has a lot going on. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh no. Oh. Can <laughs> you imagine? I can. Veronica's. <laughs> oh, easily. <laughs> Certainly. We haven't known each other that long, but definitely. <laughs> Veronica's not here. Um. So the vibe is a little different, you know? Yeah. Usually we open with talking really openly about our personal lives in a way that other <laughs> podcasts don't. And uh, and today, you know, I guess I'm getting those those out, those uh, crunchies out. Crunchies. <laughs> Ver- now, Veronica also doesn't question to me her as face much. Off. <laughs> no, Veronica would absolutely have yes ended that. Like, yes. yeah, you got to get your crunchies yes, out. Yes, your crunchies, you know, little Kit Kats, you know, stuff like that. She would have said something. Uh-oh. Um, you know she doesn't already, like that. Already in trouble. So today in studio. you think Veronica studio, will listen to this? Oh, certainly. She'll listen, even if she's not on, she'll listen to it? Yes. And my darling, I miss you. Okay? I want you to know Hi, that. Hi, Ronnie. <laughs> Hi, Ronnie. Brett's here. We all miss you and we're thinking about you. I want you to get through whatever it is you're going through. <laughs> she's, she's just working. She's working. Working on Strangel. Strangel. Guys, CBS All Access. You got to get that app. Not because there's any content on it you like, just because the app works so well. Feel like you're going to a concert and you're allowed backstage. Ooh. CBS All Access. All Access Pass. You can get it for $79 a month or something. Have you wanted to <laughs> so- eat crudite with the cast of The Good Fight? <laughs> I do actually. I fun. love that lady who plays the main lady. So, uh, <laughs> Wh- who is on that show? I know uh, what Game is of her Thrones Diane, is on the show. Um, Von Furstenberg, Barn, uh, Christine Baranski, Christine Baranski, <laughs> Diane, <Thank you. laughs> Diane Barnaby. 
I love Christine Baranski. Sure. I saw um, that movie Bad Moms Christmas Mm -hmm. on a plane and wasn't expecting much. A Christmas plane? (laughs) And a Christmas plane. Thank you. When I was flying directly to Christmas. (laughs) To and fro, the North Pole. The Christmas Express. Yes. The North Pole plane. And I got to tell you, I was not expecting much, but Christine Baranski really delivered. Here's the thing. She commits every time. Every time. No holding back. She's not going to walk through it. Yeah. She's a Broadway baby. That's right. She's not going to phone it in. No. Even though it's a bad mom's Christmas. She's not even the first one. Was she in the first one? Probably. I don't know. But anyway. What was the first one? Just bad moms? Yeah. And then they tease. I think she was. Hey, hey. (laughs) You said that very dismissively. Paul, can I talk to you for a second? (laughs) Let's go go in the kitchen. Okay. All right. Listen. I... I, you know, I'm feeling nervous because it's Christmas. I know, but is it so much to ask that you just treat me I, like I'm not an idiot in front of company? Paul, it's the dinner table. Alice? Paul? Alice? <laughs> and at this point, we've become so small. We're standing on the saucer <laughs> were we shrinking of a with teacup. Each time we said yeah, our names? Okay. That's right. Well, now we're in a pickle because now we're small. We're literally in a pickle. And we, we're inside of a pickle. That reminds me of the, the the episode we have to talk about. The episode where the machine that counts how many cells you have in your body. <laughs> <laughs> and it tells you how many there should be and how many are there. God damn it, that's a good observation. We should really get into it. Um Wait, 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 but let's not leave a thread. We were talking about Bad Moms Christmas, Christine Baranski. I think she was in the first one, actually. Before, okay, CBS All Access. It would make sense that okay. she's in the first one. But right. she, and then at the end of Bad Moms t- Christmas, they... Uh, all the moms of the moms are there. There's like three of them. Bad uh, grandmoms? Bad grandmoms. It teased it like they were going to make a bad grandmoms. And it's going to be great because who is it? Uh, Christine Baranski. Um, you know, she's obsessed with uh, Bernie. Diane and, Barnaby. And uh, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. And uh, fucking maybe Jessica Lang. I'm not sure. <laughs> sure. Throw her in. <laughs> Possibly one of those. And they it were shooting was, feud next door. Like, hey, you want to get out of makeup and I be in this? I did see some feud too. That was good. <laughs> and they were great. They were so good. And it was just like, fuck, yes, I want to watch that movie. So I Are you going to watch The Book Club? The Book Club? The Book Club is Jane Fonder. I'm in. Mary Steenburgen. Is Diane Von Trapp Von pra- Barnaby in it? Diane Von Trapp Barnaby is in it. <laughs> uh, Diane Keaton. Mm. And bringing up the rear, Candace Bergen. Wow. And they play some old ladies. They have a book club. That goes awry? I don't think it goes awry. <laughs> <laughs> like what? They summon a demon? Yeah. <laughs> we read the wrong book. God, see, that's something I would pitch. <laughs> They read a book of witchcraft. I didn't like it. It was full of incantations. They read a book of spells. They do. They That's read. Great. Here's the thing. At one point, I know from the trailer, they read Fifty Shades of Grey, and then they have some naughty talk. Oh. Why does that make you mad? <laughs> and for the listeners at home, I'm furious. So <laughs> Just naked fury. It's just shaking the table. I bum, don't that bummed like, you out. I don't like that whole thing, that whole Fifty Shades of Grey nonsense. I don't like fishy people- shades of gray. Fish, fishy shades of gray. Come on you now. See fishy shades of gray. You, you guys check out fishy shades of gray. Ugh. Yeah, oh, you, God. you think you you think you know about bondage? <laughs> <laughs> Try the bondage the bondage of a spirit. <laughs> 
I gotta go to some, I gotta go to get some lunch. I'm a business person. All right. So <laughs> you're welcome. I'm doing an interview with a couple of comedians. Yeah, I've heard that sound clip so many times now. Who was he talking to? Uh, Bre- uh Veronica and I. No. no. It sounds though, but oh, you're the comedian. That's comedians. a really good point. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> like his wife come into the room. That's right. What? Are, who are you talking to? Oh my god! This is the beginning of an amazing like six part BBC America miniseries mystery. Who was in the room <laughs> <laughs> with Jonathan Frakes? By the way, oh, I love that the, shit. The jo- did you ever saw? I'm not caught up on every episode. Did you ever solve? The joke about the trombone player with a beeper. We never solved it. It's not. It's like a, one of those equations that stays unsolved for millennia. Here's what I think it is. Because it's the it's the definition of. Uh, of optimist. Optimist. Right. Yes. We should play it for the listeners at home. Here's what I know from my musician. Oh, what is sorry. the definition of an optimist? A trombone player with a beeper. I wish that you'd gotten our reaction because we'd be like afterwards an awkward. You guys cracked up. You're like, you know, (laughs) with a beaver. I know this from my musician friends. There are a lot of trombone player jokes in the music world because trombone players are not needed very often. And it like like oh. in terms of in terms of even like brass that you would have yeah. on a on an album the very last thing. you'd be more likely to have sax trumpet, or trumpet even. or whatever yeah unless you have like a full big band yeah you know or um you know like French like, horns uh, even French horns <laughs> even uh, a cornet a cornet uh, uh, a cornet uh, a, a, a tuber a tuber a tuber is good an alto sax a bass sax so I know that uh, trumpet players are not very in demand. Also, given the the time at which Mr. Frakes probably heard this joke, yes, that, that's what we've that always made sense. Yes. Thought, yeah, yeah. So, we, so that's, he just didn't change it. Yes, exactly. He didn't change it. And the missing piece of the puzzle is that trombone players are not very much in demand. There's I another really one like that. This is a very this is a deep one. This requires knowledge of two different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is? I can't keep those in my head at the same time. Okay, I know that. try. But you might not know both of these things. I'm going to forget I not where know. I am for a minute. So afterwards, I'm going to get out and I'll have lost time. But I'll try it. What is the difference between a frog on the side of the road and a trombone player on the side of the road? A, 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 well, a, I don't have a, to guess. You a, frog, a frog stuck on the side of the road or and a trombone player stuck on the side of the road? I don't know. The frog was probably on his way to a gig. <laughs> now. Okay. Gig also means something to do with, I think, cooking frogs. Oh my god! So, so it's he like, was killing himself. <laughs> so he was. <laughs> he may not have realized. <laughs> but even so, so he may have been invited to this thing. Known. And he might, look. A lot of people don't know this term for <laughs> cooking frogs. So the frog might not have known. But at the same time, the frog, it's more likely for a frog to be suicidal than it is for a trombone player to have a, 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 a standing appointment. Exa- a standing appointment. That That's is. Right. Now, where am I? I told you I'd lose time. <laughs> Here oh, wait, are you are. saying you went into a fugue state? Yeah, because okay. I can't hold two things in my head at the sure. same time. So I lose my location. Now I just have to ping back. Ping back. I just had one of those moments of clarity. Mm. 
where I imagine someone listening to this and thinking that I am annoying. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because sometimes when I listen to myself on things, yeah, I don't like my voice mm. and I don't like how long I talk. Okay. When did that set in for you? Because I first time I ever heard my voice recorded. Oh, really? <laughs> no, that's not true. When I was a kid, we used to we used to play with tape recorders and stuff. We used yeah. to do little skits and everything, and I love I loved it. Really, I loved it. Yeah, and I don't know when when that turned. When all of a sudden hearing my voice back was a horror to me. I I don't like watching myself on camera at all. On camera, I really really I don't like my face, but I think it works. And I, I am glad that I'm glad that it works. It's fully cha-ching, functioning. Cha-ching, guys. <laughs> and I know some people like my face, and it's fine. Uh, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> no, <laughs> it sounds like I'm hideous. But <laughs> the point is, I love my voice. I love listening to my voice. I'm soothed by my own voice. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Am, probably, I, am I a bit of a freak? It might be. I don't know how weird it is. It's probably good. It's better than the thing that I have. Yeah, which is... Tough for you. I don't like it right now. Now I'm conscious of it. Uh-oh. Uh, background music. <laughs> Put the voice modulator on me. <clears throat> Here we go. Let's talk about Star Trek. Wow. Who's that? I'm aroused. This episode. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now you're just so alone in a room. Now I'm like in a well. <laughs> That's all you needed. That's all I needed. I just oh, want to be. I just needed to be in a well. At the bottom of a well. How's your well? We're in two wells calling each other. How are we hearing each other? Is it a hole between the two wells? Uh, we didn't fall down a well without our cell phones. We're Now we're in a well in a cave. <laughs> well cave. It's like a Gwyneth Paltrowy beauty treatment thing. Stuck, That's right. Just stuck in a well cave for a while. Get Dig a well in a cave. Get down on the bottom. And the digging, you can't skip that part. No, you your- have to do it with a diamond <laughs> shovel. Scrape <laughs> your triceps. Can we get out of this cave? Thank you. We got wow. them both at the same time. <laughs> wow. Ugh. 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 Well, we're going to get into this episode. You like me though, right? <laughs> I love you. Okay. We're just touching fingertips. Just it's as a reassurance. Loud here. <laughs> it's loud. Every time I touch Veronica's hand or anything, it's like a slight and she's just like, okay, Alice touched my hand now is what happened. <laughs> she has to like address it. <laughs> She gets she gets so distracted by it. Does she is she okay with people touching her hands? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. some she's, people are not touchy feely. She's the most ADD person I've ever known. Like her attention can be drawn at all times and is sure. constantly sure. drawn. And it she has what's called what she's t- termed and probably is termed hyperfocus, where mm. like if you you're you're extremely distractible. But it's like really bothersome because mm-hmm. you're focused so hard on the thing. Yeah. So like I've had that same thing too, where I'll be like on a on a on a track of of thinking, and if somebody interrupts me, I have this unsettled feeling, like I can't just go. I I have that too, and yeah. it's 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 terrible. It's a terrible feeling yeah. because it makes me mad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, me but too. You can't be mad. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just conversation. Yes. But it's also really bad for, I have a really bad improv because like I, people will like take it there and they're like, oh, the new idea. And that's what you're supposed to build on. But I'm like stuck in like this feeling of like, but my idea. And then, you know, and still do you think? Well, no, maybe not now. <laughs> it was a hurdle that you had to overcome. Yeah, I don't know that I'm that good at improv anyway, but you know. Do you think in the Olympics? Come see me do stand up. 
right? <laughs> That's where the money is. Do you think that when like Olympic hurdlers, mm-hmm. do they do they think of it as overcoming the hurdles? Huh. Like, do you think that's a term in the hurdling world? Huh. That's a good question. We're getting a hurdler on the phone right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah hello? Hi. Yeah. Are you a, are you an Olympic hurdler? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what What's I told you. What's your name? Oh, it says we, your name's here is am I supposed James to Levine, Olympic hurdler. Yes, James Levine, Olympic hurdler. Are you a current or, or retired? Retired. I, my, my hurdling days are behind me. My, okay. Uh, I have dysplasia now. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry to hear that. Is Thank that painful? You. It hurts like hell. Oh, so I'm that in must be. constant agony. Oh, oh, really? Yep. <laughs> well, you seem really okay with it. I mean, I've learned to live with it, but I, I tell you what, I wish I hadn't put the phone on the other side of the room because when oh. you called. Oh, I'm was, so sorry, Mr. Levine. I, I entered on the first ring. Though. You, you, that. you really did. And I, I, I suppose that pain is something sort of like a thing that you had to get past or, you know, overcome in a way, much like a hurdle. No, I just kind of live with it. You know what I mean? I'd love to get past it, love to overcome it, but I feel it all the time. Mm. Yeah. Isn't there something you could take? Like a, have you tried acupuncture? What's that? Acupuncture? Yeah. We'll talk about it off the air. Mm, Okay. It's filthy. But what do you mean by take? Take something? Yeah. Like a, a medication or something. What? Yeah. Can you do that? Of course. For, For dysplasia? I mean, well, for pain. Well, someone told me it's a dog disease and there was nothing they could do about it. Who told you that? A dog. Oh, Mr. Levine, you can't listen to those dogs. I'm insane, by the way. Oh, it seems like you are. I cracked my skull on a hurdle. Okay. Well, I, I guess that really is the end of our conversation because I, I was going to ask you something, but now I don't feel like you're a, a reputable source. Well, I mean, the, I tell you what, I, I do tend to be a little fanciful. I, I'm, I don't know where I am or who I am <laughs> a lot of the time, but one thing I do know is okay. hurdling. That's the one thing I've kept over the years is well, all my hurdling all right. knowledge. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask, you mm-hmm. know, um, I was here in the studio and I was having a discussion with my friend. You were hearing a studio. No, no. Well, I guess I was because I'm in one and I couldn't turn that part of my brain off. <laughs> wish I could. But Me too. I wish I could turn my pain receptors off. <laughs> I wish you could too. Anyway, I was wondering when you were hurdling in your hurdling career, did you yeah, think of yeah. hurdles as something that you had to jump over or something you had to overcome? Is that what you thought about when you, mm. like when you'd run up on a hurdle? Well, I mean, the, we when I run up on a, let, let me tell you something. <laughs> when I run up on a hurdle? Oh yeah. That hurdle gets hurdled. That's what you call it in your head. So in your head, you're like, okay, I hurdled that one. And now I got to afterwards, yes. Uh-huh. And then what's the- When I'm, when I'm approaching a approaching hurdle. Approaching a hurdle. Hold on. I'm talking to a comedian. <laughs> Who are you just- About hurdling. What do you think? No one calls me about the dysplasia. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here, doctor. <laughs> doctor. <laughs> doctor, go to your crate. Go to your crate. Is your dog crate trained? Is your doctor crate trained? My doctor is crate trained, yes. <laughs> That's huge. That's what I look for in a doctor. <laughs> me too. I've struggled with that. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Bedside manner, crate trained. Those are my two main. I'd take a straight shooter who doesn't sugarcoat things <laughs> wow. who is crate trained over a non-crate trained <laughs> dog who's going to hold my hand. Tell yeah, me everything's going to be I okay. I know. Patiently, yeah. Because I'm a patient. You're the patient. <laughs> So don't have to be a patient. That's where the word patiently comes Thank from. Thank you. We have more in common. I have more in common with a completely insane hurdler than I thought. Hey, I'm not completely insane. I remember <laughs> hurdling. 
right, so tell me what you- Are we still doing it? You said you Listen, don't. I think I gotta go. Aw, all right. Well, listen, good luck with your pain. Thanks. <laughs> good luck with your pain. <laughs> it's like Donald Trump at a hospital. Good, beautiful, great bed. Good luck with your pain. Thanks. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> all right. I don't know any other way to get into this episode besides just getting into it. We got to look. This has to be done. This I, is we were talking before we were recording, or were we recording? I don't know. We were talking. When we before. said this is one of the worst. I don't know if we said that on 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 record. One of the worst hours of television. Period. <laughs> for made. It's <laughs> so bad. So I was going to ask you why you selected this episode, and I guess that pretty much sums it up. But I couldn't believe it elaborate. when I saw it because after <laughs> after doing your show, I went back and rewatched. Right. Um, the 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 series from the beginning, right? And man, oh man, this was just nuts. And I vaguely remembered it from when it first ran, but it was, I it's jaw droppingly, it's jaw droppingly bad. It's in terms of, I mean, there isn't a there isn't one way in which it's good. No, like all the ways. No, it, they even managed to put in a, a shitty B story in there. Yes. And I think a shitty C story with Worf's sickness. Well, wait, what's the B story then? Oh, I guess. Oh, wait. (laughs) No, you're right. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so there's a late in the game B story that dovetails with the A story. Yeah. And then the C story is just, might as well not be in there. Worf has the measles for no reason. It was really like if everyone else needed to go smoke. (laughs) Can we shoot, look, we're going to shoot two scenes with Worf. Everybody will go out. Side, Paramount lot. So a quick smoke break. <laughs> He's the only one. Does anybody want to do it? I'll do it. Pulaski. Okay, great. Yeah, let's go in there. there so you okay. guys don't smoke. Let us smoke. You do it. You do a quick a couple scenes. <laughs> I mean, I smoke, but I'll do all it. on one set. By the way, too. You don't even have to move. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, just for the record, I smoke. So, but would you? I'm cool. I want everybody to be cool. What? Who are you? Yeah, of course. I'm Doctor Pulaski. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm right. Whoever plays her. So, uh, <laughs> what is her name again? Diana uh, Von Trap. Diane Dan- Von Trap. Diana. Oh shit! So this episode was written by. Uh, I'm getting distracted by this name. Smeagol. Melissa Snodgrass. <laughs> <laughs> Pseudonym for someone who was no. I'm sorry, Melinda Snodgrass. <laughs> he got better. Super somehow. not a real name. Um. <laughs> Snodgrass admitted that rewrites and budget restrictions resulted in the intended commentary being lost. Her intended commentary being that I wanted to it to be something that says something to those outsiders you think are so smelly and wrong colored. It's about immigration. She said it was intended to be a commentary about immigration because I hate the current American American policy. I wanted it to be something that says sometimes those outsiders you think are so smelly and wrong colored can bring enormous benefits to your society because they bring life and energy. That's what I was going for. Now my boss at the time, Maury Hurley, who is a major Irishman. A major That's one. How she said it. And leads the St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, boy. <clears throat> when I was describing to him what I wanted to do, I was trying to come up with an analogy, and I said it was a little like a village of Irish tinkerers. And he loved it so much, he made me make them Irish tinkerers. I said, okay, and that's how it came about. 
<laughs> what a mess. Ugh. Such a fucking mess. It's terrible. It's really terrible. So basically, to summarize, they they hop on to a distress signal. And from the minute go in this episode, from the minute go, everybody's treating it like it doesn't matter. Like nobody in this show is acting like this episode matters at all. No. For yeah, no reason at all. Everyone just kind of like ambles through it. Yeah. Like everyone knew. Like Picard is treating the distress signal like a weird game with Riker yeah. for no reason. So let's cut to that scene really quickly. I th- For a second, I thought you were going to say from the moment go, this episode is terrible, which is also true yeah. <laughs> because it opens with Worf having okay. tummy <laughs> troubles. <laughs> Worf is on the bridge and the episode starts with mysterious music, which feels like what they do to cover up when an episode is bad now. Yeah. They don't do... I'm so glad that this episode is bad because some of the weird sexual innuendo stuff too is oh. upsetting. Okay, so we're zooming in on Worf. Not feeling great. Growling. growling for no reason. Uh, uh. Get startled by walking in. <laughs> Data crosses. Oh, he sits in the captain's chair. Is that I always wondered. Is it Brent Spiner's real hair? Is he wearing a wig in this show? Wig. I've just come from a meeting with Admiral Moore. Okay. He wanted to discuss this. It looks like he sat down and played a video game. Recognize it. Sounds like it might be an SOS. So it's fucking four beeps. And then Riker says, sounds like it might be an SOS, maybe? Yeah. And then Picard goes on to say, Good guess. You know, quicker than star-based research. It took them hours to determine. Hours? Stress when was it detected? Just a, a repetitive signal over and over again. They listened to it for hours. And they're star-based. It's not just, it's like, they're not just a bunch of interns. It's star-based research. You think they're saying hello, hello, hello? <laughs> or is it more like, uh... Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You know, that's it seems more like a, a farewell signal, if anything. Is it a song? Hmm. It's a very repetitive song. Maybe it's a song or the beginning or end of a song. <laughs> this is like, like the no help at all. I just go off of everything or you the say. The beginning or end of a song. Like, like the person that doesn't ever contribute, but they just want to keep. Keep in the mix to make it seem like you're doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be the beginning or end of a song, I guess. <laughs> Maybe the middle. So, a song, like I said. <laughs> Somebody's kid working at Starbase Research, getting paid more than anyone else. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so stupid. So, Picard has got this whole uh, laissez faire attitude about this. <clears throat> signal where it's like oh you figured it out Riker great job and then Riker's like well where's it coming from and he's like I, I don't know and he's like excited that he doesn't know for some reason he loves a mystery he, but it's like this too, is just out this is canon this is canon however <laughs> when people are sending out an SOS <laughs> exactly that has been, that first of all hours were wasted <laughs> trying to figure out what it is then he's like yeah somebody out there needs help isn't that fun <laughs> Exactly what a his fun attitude. thing. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anyone who they needs help. They might be dead. They might be dying or dead. It's fun to think about. <laughs> it is. Fun. This is the person. <laughs> they or they could be dying or dead. <laughs> this helpful person. Or they could be at the very beginning of, of being, being dying. 
Some of them might be dead. Some of them might be not dead yet. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Uh, they discuss this. They discuss what to away? do. <laughs> Push it away. For it's like, like so hard. Why are you? It's so insane. You're reaching so, so far. To get, you know, I get, that's how I get my cardio, Paul. So uh, they, just, they just decide to go investigate. Um, <clears throat> and then they go back to the bridge. And then the Worf is just lying on the ground. And everybody's uh, crowded around poor Worf. It is. The, it's just such a non-cold open. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, he just collapsed. What, what, what happened? To, uh, he, he collapsed. And then cut to... The opening credits, which what happened? I don't know if we talked about this he just the last time I was here. We're flying on the ground. They're the credits. completely unchanged for the entire run of the series. I know. Has that ever? ever I occurred? can't think of a single other TV show where that I is the know. case. It's nuts. It's nuts. And they go on forever because it's the names. Then they give you like a handful of names. Then it's like, <laughs> let's just black space for a little bit. Yes. Then another handful of names. You know what I was thinking about <clears throat> with this show that's so amazing is that it was made during a time when airspace was just like available like yeah. now every show it's like you, you you pitch a show and you're like the people in the rooms when you go to pitch shows they're like so what are you thinking like half hour and you're like well i was thinking a longer and they're like mm, and they want everything to be seven minutes long yeah and everything has to be like web formatted and getting to the point as soon as possible yeah and in this show it's just like Oh, would you like to come into my quarters? And then they're like, sure. And then they pan to the person, and then the person just like slowly walks into their quarters <laughs> and sits down. And they're like, I like it here. And then they pan back. It's well, like now a note so now would be time. like, like Picard switched that <clears throat> screen around. Mm-hmm. It would be like, could he just? Could the screen already be in place and he <laughs> could just sit down? Mm-hmm. Could he already be sitting down? Mm-hmm. Could he just like press a button and say, "Come in here"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, here it's just. Can we start with them already there? Just like endless <laughs> amounts of time. It just. So many of these episodes, for better or for worse, feel like they just have surplus time to get rid of. Yeah. And there was deleted scenes in this episode. There's an episode, there's a scene <sighs> where Riker goes back to the bridge after his romantic encounter. Mm. All right, but we're skipping ahead. Yes. We're skipping ahead now. Uh, so they figure out that, oh, Karen's, look at that. Don't you dare call me. I'm working. <laughs> well, he's calling me now. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think he's really worried. He just He doesn't know me or have wife, my phone number. Does your wife call you to just call to do to talk? No. We we put the kibosh on very that. Re- we do not speak. I don't remember what her voice sounds like. <laughs> We've been married for eight years. We we very rarely talk on the phone. Talk, talking on the phone is for literally emergencies only. I like that. We text a lot. Yeah. I and love texting. Yeah. Texting is great. Yep. I don't like talking on the phone with anybody anymore. Garrett calls me. Three or four times a day. <laughs> no, not really. Like voice. at least once a day. And I always answer. And it's been, we've been dating for eight months now. I always answer like, hey, what's going on? Always. Every time. Hey. Hey, and, what's and, the emergency? And he'll go, yeah, but this cheery, like, I hope it's something. And then he's like, hey, what's up? Every time. And often he'll have to get, and have to us it. And then we'll talk a little bit. And then I'll be like, so did you? And he's like, just calling to bother you. So he knows. he knows. He knows. He knows from the beginning of our relationship. Our first, oh, our first date was surrounding that surround. That was, a, oh, you good save. <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs> was surrounding the eclipse that happened? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Do you remember when I was going to have my hour at the Virgil and I was so nervous? Yes. 
So before that happened, we had gone out once or twice, and he called me like a uh, hour before the show, just to see how I was doing. And it was like, whoo! I was. It took all my strength to be like, <clears throat> you know, because I was just like, do not bother. I would have been the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. During yeah. this time. Ugh. And then I, afterwards, I was like, we're gonna have to talk about that. And uh, no, he just won. He just gets to call whenever. Usually calls like that, that close to a show are, yeah. can you get me in the show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you put me on the list? Which is why I answered. Because I thought he was going to be calling me to ask something about some pressing issue. Right. No. He doesn't want to hear your voice. <laughs> it makes me angry. Uh, so <laughs> moving on. So uh, Pulaski is... Monitoring Wharf. They figure out what's She's wrong the doctor. with Worf. It makes sense. Circulatory failure. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he curled up his toes and lay unconscious <laughs> on the floor. Which makes sense because she's a doctor, so that's why she <laughs> would do it. no need to insult me. Worf, I am worried. Something is now, wrong. I watched this Klingons not that long ago. don't faint. And I Forgive still me, I just completely can't forgot think of there was a Worf subplot yeah. in this episode. You're sick. Klingons do not give in to illness. Yeah, just okay. stay right where you are. I have to check something with the computer. The That's weird. Cling on this and the cling on that. Yeah, well, talk to the computer. Why don't you... <laughs> People fucking talk to this yeah. computer all Lieutenant, day long. Just like, wait, I have to go over here and be quiet for a second. But. So. Rang got Ubor. But that is a childhood ailment. Yes. The toy. Down the humiliation. Worf, you can't help. Still, still worried. He's like, he's like he's still figuring out the voice. Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So humiliation. You have the Klingon version of the measles. How would Commander Riker feel if he had the measles? Pretty silly. Doctor Pulaski. Good or Lieutenant Wolf. Is the Klingon is Undrachtal or whatever the uh, the is is the measles the Klingon the human version of that now. This That's, is why I love science fiction. This is why fiction. I love because this we're show. we're opening up worlds. We're it makes us think about, we're like not so big. Envelope. Maybe we're small. Yes. So that's what I said. He's in no danger. Uh, Worf was um, just observing a Klingon ritual involving fasting. And he didn't take into account that you have to decrease your physical activity as you decrease your caloric intake. She crosses her fingers because she's telling a lie, which is a venial sin. Thank you. Now, venial, venial. she lies for him on behalf of um, his honor. Honor! Honor! Because having the measles is embarrassing for a warrior. And so she says, instead of he got sick, she says, he did something dumb. <laughs> Like that's yeah. what. While he was like, on duty, <laughs> he didn't tell anybody about his Ramadan <laughs> and just yeah. went for it. Yeah, and didn't know how to do it. And even didn't know he's like how to do it. Grown, he's like, thank you. A grown Klingon. Yeah, that is. <laughs> why is it better? And that's just so. Ugh. I mean, these boneheaded men. Here's literally um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's what. I, here's my issue with. The, the any wharf story is like the Klingon world to me is so boring mm-hmm. because it's so one note mm-hmm. and where they have this character, all of his whatever learning and assimilation yeah. that he ever did took place off screen before we ever met him. Right. Yeah. So he's gotten to the point where he's in Starfleet and he's yeah. able to have human friends and stuff like that. 
but he never fucking shuts up about being a Klingon. Yeah. He never stops talking about, we don't like this. We don't like that. This is what's the most important thing to us again and again and again and again. There's never any evolution at all. Right. And it, so like I, when I was rewatching the series, I skipped any episode With that was about him. Right. Because I just couldn't fucking take it. Yeah. It, it's just. I really recommend you watch uh, the new series because they deal. I feel like they really, um, they try harder with the Klingon. Because Klingon is such an established world. Exactly. They've worked so hard on creating an entire language, a lexicon, like a whole like code of honor for this other entire civilization. And then they just don't do anything with it. So with the new, with Discovery, I feel like they actually create characters that have a little bit more depth, you know. I will check it out. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know, and then like, I feel like the Worf is always straight manning himself, you know. It's it's a failure of writing. It is. It's absolutely a failure of writing. And I feel, I've always even feel under, bad for Even him. with Snodgrass, you know. You would think Snotty, <laughs> when she gets in there, and okay, I understand Maury wants it this way. <laughs> I mean, Maury's going to want, By know. the way, yeah, is, is he to blame for this? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and also, really, uh, just half-ass it with a Klingon subplot. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have a Klingon subplot in there. Well, listen, I'm a major Irishman. I, I insist I you put that. a Klingon subplot in there. Yeah, but I don't really understand why that would need to be there. Is that something we dropped, a ball we dropped from another episode? A Klingon subplot, right? You will, else I banish you under the hill. All right. <laughs> fine. He, and he's... <clears throat> went back into that barrel he's been I'm mad at my <laughs> rhyme my rhyme could have been better <laughs> you're mad at your rhyme i'm mad at my rhyme paul's rhyme go to your room <laughs> <laughs> all right so Good prof. Good they prof. figured out that uh, he's got the clean and so to thank i'm gonna skip past the scene with with data where they figure out they do oh. kind of a fun over talky thing in that scene with data doing the whatever yeah, which sort of and i'll tell you why it bothered me oh because we- <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh. We've already seen up to this point. We've seen the data shut up. You know, you yeah. you babble or whatever. Fly. Now at this point, you, data. he just takes I it to it an insane degree. Sir, it doesn't appear to be data. Where he's no, sir. He's just going to completely from their luggage, be unaware of the fact yeah. that someone else is talking. talking. <laughs> satellites, seven hundred cellular comlinks, fifty spinning wheels, spinning wheels, cattle, access chickens. Pigs. A device used Not for spinning DNA, yarn or thread, which consists of a large hand or foot driven. Why would he need to say it out loud? Like clearly, Picard has demonstrated he knows what a spinning wheel is. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is new information for he's him. He's curious. Yeah, and so it's like it's as though it's 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 almost implying that Data has to say something out into the to be able to observe it. Yeah, to put it out in the air. Yeah, and he's like looking back and forth, like I'm reading the knowledge in the air. Not how Data works. Hey, Brett. <clears throat> is there any way we can uh, get this to be a little louder? Hey, Brett, could we just get a, It's maxed out. Ju- it's Could we get a little... Could we just... And if I could get a, like, a little auto-tune on my voice. Can we get another basket of bread, too? Thank you. Okay. Oh, you mean the... Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, so much that better. Is that so, is just... Brett, you're an angel. It. Thank you, yes. Brett. Brett! Brett! Over here, Brett! Brett! Over here? 
Brad over what, here. What is that? He's walking down the red carpet. It's so red. <laughs> what? They don't do that? That's like concert applause. I know. I know. Who's applauding at the red carpet? <laughs> well, he just got there. This. So but you already have the you have the red carpet sound effects. What is it? It's like the camera shutters. But that's, it's too empty. There can't be just, it's not silent. You need the a bunch carpet. of them. You need a bunch of, you, well, because everybody's yelling and there's like a bunch of shutters going on. Is that, is that yeah. what it is to you? Uh, yeah, it flies down. <laughs> I like that. All right. <clears throat> All right. My ASOS voucher is going to expire. So I'm going to put that, <laughs> throw that on the floor. <laughs> Guys. So, uh, what's next here? Oh, yeah, I wanted to see the tea ceremony. Uh, oh. This is irritating to me. What a lazy contrivance. It And has nothing... Uh, it's so... Why would the Klingons have this delicate little tea ceremony? That ends up in them, like, almost dying every time? Yeah, it's... It go It... it it all, no I almost want to forgive it because I almost want to say, okay, what you're trying to do is set up <laughs> like a little contrast, yeah. you know, of like, here's this delicate thing right. with this, but also it has, you know, a lethal element to yeah. it or whatever. But I just don't buy it given everything that's been, our faces have been rubbed in about yeah. Klingon culture up How to this point. How they eat squirmy things all the time. Yeah. And so I feel like it's like partially, it's like no one has agreed really on Klingon culture yet. Like it's like they haven't figured out because some people think it's like samurai based. Mm -hmm. So Code of Honor is very yeah. like about how there's like this extreme like elaborate listicle of like, listicle, there's this. <laughs> There's this BuzzFeed article that they all adhere to. There's a quiz they have to take <laughs> to see which Klingon they are. <laughs> um, and as we know, Worf very much a carry. So, um, <laughs> and then there, and but then some people think it's just like straight up gross shit. Yeah. And then some people think they're like, no, they're like knights, you know. So it's just a lot. Just it's everything's unpleasant. Yes. Worf, I'm honored. No one has ever performed the Klingon tea ceremony for me. Yeah, why would they? I don't... When would it come up? I also feel like... Why is she so... Knowledgeable okay, about it? So, so she's taking the... You have the to take the little poison, put it in there. Then there's flowers that go in there. There. That should do it. You know and then the at ceremony. the end, you have to say there that I should do it. I understand the externals, not <laughs> like the at, what the, a ceremony. at the end of the ceremony. You just put two things in a thing, and then you say there that should do it. The customary, you recite the customary. <laughs> you uh, the Ned Flanders Ian. in there, and then say, "Well, who <laughs> That's like ridiculous. I'm not a <clears throat> We know. You must not drink the tea. It is deadly to humans. And none too good for Klingons. It is a test of bravery. See, this is all hazy. Look at right. the right. So what is it? <laughs> it is also it's a, a thing that can kill that humans, but it's just unpleasant for Klingons? Yeah. Like it's yeah. castor oil or something? Yeah. Worf, you're a romantic. It is among the Klingons that... That bothered me too. That she, he explains the thing, and then she says, you're a romantic. Oh, and it's like, thought. he didn't make this up. No. It happens all the time, though. He's like, it's if, if you read Wikipedia, and you're like, oh, how romantic. <laughs> Antidote. 
antidote. Are you going to share? Let's share. It's so vague and fucking so, and then, lazy. And then they drink it. And the best part about this scene, if there was going to be any good part, would be watching them fucking have the shits or whatever. Exactly. Like writhing around like, ah! <laughs> Quote me a little of that poetry. And so then they just cut away. All right. Back from the, break. Literally the end. Ooh, speaking of breaks. You can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these inspired pops, these bloody shoes. Hit the stars, I can't get them both. I don't want to choose. I'm calling you inside to tell you that I've noticed something about you inside. I notice you ain't brushing your teeth right. Apparently, so many people are doing it that I heard it all the way to bed, I said. Now, I have to tell you something. When you think of the things you do every day, brushing your teeth probably is in top of mind. But for something that's so important to your health, it should be. That's why Quip wants to help you brush better. For starters, Quips is an electric toothbrush that has, that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes, while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Quips built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist, recommended two minutes, with guide impulses that remind you when to switch sides. Next, Quips subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for a hygienic travel whenever you take your teeth. Whatever you take your teeth. Whatever you take your teeth. I take my teeth in a bag. I collect teeth, and I bring them in my travels. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List. That's an Earth thing. Name one of Time's best inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush and accepted by the American Dental Association. I suppose that means something. Back on Earth, where you live. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers. Use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25 if you go to getquip.com slash tracks right now. You'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash tracks spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash tracks. Wow. I don't know what possessed me into saying all of that, but I'm gonna go.
And we're back. Thanks and so much for listening to that ad. And we're back. Recorded. Recorded. By me. Why am I getting back into this? Okay, so we finally figure out <clears throat> where the distress signal is coming from after a laborious scene or two or three uh, covering where it could possibly be from. They finally figured oh, out. Oh, yeah. It Who just, cares? They just <laughs> Like it's interesting to the viewer what like weird machinations they went through to figure it out. Well, we had to go and then data figures out it's a manifest. Okay, we find it immediately. It's like a student film where they show the doorknob turning. Like <laughs> how people, how are you going to know how they got in the door? <laughs> so uh, they go to where the distress signal came from. And it's like this planet that is basically on fire. Yeah. I think. And then they just beam everybody from the planet up. After, you know, <laughs> Riker's down on the island. He's downstairs. Oh, yeah. Let's go to that scene because that's key. <laughs> Finding it. Why would I mark something down in my thing? Why would I mark something down, down in my thing? thing? They're willing to leave. They're willing to leave. Get them up, Get them up here. <laughs> I don't care who started it. Again, the laziest. Commander Riker has reached the caverns where he's making preparations to begin evacuations. What's the situation, number one? There are roughly 200 Apparently Worf back on the bridge. Condition? Fine. Yeah, he's fine. Surprisingly good. <laughs> he drank his poison yes, and he's fit as a fiddle. I'm having a little debate with the colony's leader. It seems... There's no time, number one. Initiate the transport. But, sir, whatever the problem, we'll handle it up here. Aye, aye, sir. We're on our way. All of us. Riker out. So, for no reason, he won't let him finish a sentence? No reason. Okay. No reason. Okay. He, he treats him like... <laughs> he always has a problem and it's never pertinent. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's just... The most out of character behavior Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. Okay. So, and the whole reason for that writing is so that this can happen. Yeah. O'Brien. O'Brien's podcast studio. Energizing. He's got his sound uh, <laughs> stuff. Got the fucking sound foam up on the wall. Yeah. <clears throat> so that he can beam up what looks like. Oh, Jesus. The population of a farm in Ireland. Cats farm the- animals. Uh, farm stuff on the ground, right? Hay. Hey, yeah, they beamed, and they up, also they beamed, beamed up, up some hay. They also beamed up music. That's the best part. <laughs> they beamed up music. Do you know what? Is there, there's nobody playing in the background. <laughs> is it like a CD well, player? It's, it's what the sc- fuck is happening? Alice, it's scoring. It's scoring. It's just, but it's so concurrent with the beaming. Yeah. It's not like they see him and then they start playing it a little bit. To, yeah, it's the, terrible. It's <laughs> but but I, it did not. I didn't catch this. The two, the now three times that I've seen this, <laughs> that the hay beamed up with them. That's never happened before. Yeah, where, what, what they were standing on, <laughs> like like every time they beam from a planet, there's a bunch of dirt. They'd have to constantly have, they would have to have some sort of vacuum system for yeah. the transporter room yeah. ready. Or like either that or O'Brien would have to constantly be sweeping. Is it just whatever you're standing he just on? Like it just... and he's like, here we go. And he just starts sweeping it up. Irish space, hey. <laughs> Better get somebody down here. Right away. And so. It does look like he hears the music. Yeah. So he hears the music. And he's walking towards nothing. 
Yeah, at first I thought he was seeing it on the screen. Yeah, but but the the noises of farm animals yeah, are, are so baffling him. him. It makes him get up out of his chair and yeah, just walk forward four paces. <laughs> yeah. So all these people are dressed exactly like leprechauns. There's no subtlety whatsoever in their costumes. Yeah. They're literally wearing green velvet. A lot of them. They're not even dressed like the 20th century. Nope. They are dressed like. The- and all of this is because they are supposed to be representative of this people that is utopian and they wanted to go back, back to, to a nature. simpler time. Yes. yes but yes, then yes. what a specific period. Okay, great. Which specific, specific period of simpler time? The 19th because, century. Oh, ex- uh, 19, uh, yeah. 1874, please. Yes. Like, Because yeah. it's everybody's dressed from the same century. Yeah. There's a chicken. A chicken. A child. A child. I guess it could be kind of 70s, too. She looked very 70s, like yeah. she was racing yeah, a cult. Yeah, maybe it was. Okay. All right, that's a little bit more in keeping. You know what? That is a good thing about this episode. I figured it out. He's got a fucking flask in his hand. So, uh, <laughs> listeners at home, he's... I Don't we have a name for them, the Trex fans? Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's fine. What is it? Trexy bitches. I got to change that. Uh, I hate it. It's not great. It's not great. You can do better. Right? We can do it's much too better. long. It's way too long. Uh, well, it's among three all the other problems, syllables. it's too long. <laughs> and with trekkers is a word already in the Trek fan lexicon. So, what? I don't know. Um, and then I and then I panic. <laughs> I'm sweating. Alice? I'm sweating here. I can't. It's on the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Clinging, clinging tea. Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> That'd be great if somebody was like, ah, these Klingons. They did in the in the original series, I think people say Klingons a lot. Klingons. Yeah. Okay. So uh They'll say robot. <laughs> robot. There's robot. There's a moment when this guy, O'Toole, or whatever his name is, oh Bringley O'Noing. It's like they like, put three Irish names together. Burloing, Burloidy. Offers Darby O'Dell, Dirly O'Dell offers O'Brien some of his flask, and O'Brien clears his throat and gestures with his face towards the captain who enters, as if to say, "I would, but I can't." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <captain>. believe me, <laughs> because I'm you, Irish. You so fuck. Of course, of course I I'm want a con- to. I'm a drunk. Um, so I'm imagining you're offended by this uh, depiction of Irish people. I, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good. Yeah. It's really, and this is, from the beginning, it's horrible, and mm-hmm. I can't believe how much worse it gets. Mm-hmm. And this guy, fucking Darby yeah. O'Gill, should be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the takes, oh, it's, it's, how is it allowed? Who directed this episode? Like I it, can tell you. Oh. What the devil is going on here, number one? Yeah, Captain Picard, yeah. oh, The man who makes decisions for me and mine without so much as a by your leave. Yeah. This is my security chief, Lieutenant Worf. I don't suppose security is much of a problem for you. Actually, it is. He's uh, <laughs> very <laughs> ineffectual. <laughs> we have multiple stories. What are these animals doing here, number one? I'm sorry, sir. It's either this or arguing until hell froze over. Uh, Captain Picard. What? Now, see, uh, we, can't we already it. forgot that it was not his idea? No. No. 
What what is the meaning of this? Uh, well, I would have told you, and yeah. I you interrupted me thrice. Uh, do you remember two seconds ago <laughs> when you fucking said, I don't give a shit? <laughs> yeah. Just beam everything, including Hayabor? He should come on to the transporter room sheepish. Well, yeah. this is on me. I, I see. <laughs> yes. I, now I, Not what the I devil. get it now. No. Leave our animals here to die. Yeah, that makes Besides, sense. Besides, how could we build our future without our animals? Yeah. All right. Chief O'Brien. Transport this group directly to Cargo Hold 7. And beam the remaining refugees from the planet directly to that hold. Yes. How far away is the cargo hold? Yeah, just down the street. <laughs> All right. Everybody up here. Bring your hay. So, yeah, so they're already treating them like a bunch of children. Yeah. And... <laughs> All right, everybody get back up here. Like a like if the purpose of this episode was to not depict immigrants in a in like an unflattering light and yeah. to show people like look how immigrants can be useful, then maybe don't have the whole crew treat them like literal cattle. And, but if you're going to do that, yeah. don't have them be ridiculous cartoons. <laughs> They're like, you know, we're human beings. Yeah. So <laughs> but they don't. They're like, oh, well, I can't get up there. It's well, a no. crazy step. It's a spaceship step. <laughs> like, what well, how can I trample about without? And the and it nonstop from that moment, the, everything that they encounter is just. What devil is this now? Constantly. So the next thing that happens, of course, they set fire to the cargo. There's no. There's no way they could have lived this long into the future. No matter, no matter how, whatever, the, yeah. whatever the ethos is, like there's no way they could have ignored the <laughs> the advent of space travel. They're on another fucking planet. I know. And so, at one point, Picard's explaining something to him, or someone's explaining something to him, and they're like, "Well, you use the, the computer," and he, come, 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 oh boy. Come, he so like, that, oh, can't say it. I love that too. He's like, he doesn't know what a computer is. And then rather than like even try to explain, he just says computer. Yeah, the computer will do this <laughs> Yeah, for yeah, the computer. <laughs> I look, I don't have fucking time to explain what a computer is. <laughs> and it's is. like, you know what a computer is. Yeah. You have one yourself. Everyone has one. There's no way, at least in the fact that your society is a complete rejection of computers, you know what yeah, a computer is. Exactly. Because you, you have history. Not know. You know where you came from. Yes. And why you live the way that you live. It's because you don't like computers. So don't even, like, at least have that be like, I don't use those. That's part of my religion. Be Mormon or, or like, the shaker about it. Maybe he's throwing some shade. And it's like, a computer? Mm. What? what? Don't try, Paul. Paul, come on. Paul. That's not what we're here to do. I'm trying to defend that's not this what we're here to noble do. Irishman. No, because we expect better. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Scary. Um, um. So okay. So Worf's fine. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. Set course for the nearest star base. They're gonna you drop them off at a spot. in twenty one twenty three. It will be interesting to see how they cope. They'll learn and adapt. If Danello Odell is any indication, they'll be running this Danilo place inside Odell. of a week. Danello Odell. Lieutenant Worf here. Report. Fire in cargo hold seven. They bring Lloydy. What have they done to my ship now? Bring Lloydy. <laughs> Bring Lloydy. Keep the area clear. Report. Fire has been contained. Who's answering? No it. damage. I'll seal the doors. I never answer it. 
My, fo my phone is ringing, but I'm not. Lightning bolts falling from the ceiling. Now here's See, the thing. We both have issues. Yes. <laughs> it, why is there even like an <clears throat> alert about the fire as if it's happening when it's instantly contained? It's not an issue. It's not an issue. It would be okay. more like, hey, there was a, you know, like a fire and it's over. Like, you know, yeah. how fires are yeah. on here. It's not an issue yeah. at all. I get it. Maybe here's my defense of that. They might get alerted so that they would go down and say like, well, it seems like they're starting fires. So yeah. we need to explain something to them about how this works. But I feel like that would be like a gentle bell. You know what I mean? Like a ding. Sure. <laughs> right. It wouldn't be just like, like meow. Yeah. A weird like trans like a like a a Jeffrey's tube yeah. ambulance. Me me, but crisis has already been averted. <laughs> so there's a lot of my issues here stem from their what we've already covered with their mm -hmm. stereotypeness, but the uh, there's hay all over the cargo bay. All e okay. <laughs> Even if they somehow beamed aboard with the hay, because it was all their clothing, let's say, yeah. and it fell off Maybe when they got Maybe every beamed. time they beam it, they go, okay, gather sure. up the hay, gather up the hay, and then they <laughs> just beam and then they drop it immediately. Yeah. Maybe that's But it spread all over the place. Perfectly. All like, over the Like the art department did that. Yeah. So somebody's direction was to do that. So somebody thought about it and it's still made hay. the- Put more hay down. <laughs> it's the-, the, the he stopped runner. by. Yeah, he stopped by. Oh, I think it's nice. Well, I just don't think it makes sense because they just got there. Well, no, it should be more. But you know, these uh, these people, I think they should be more hay. They'd have more hay around them. I think they just arrived. I'm a major Irishman. Okay. I think I know how much hay there'd be. Okay. All right. Well, so more hay. I'm maybe. off to the smokehouse. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. I wish he'd pull his weight around here. Um, so my other issue, this is really small, but <laughs> to me, it's really stupid that like when Picard showed up and all the crew showed up to confront the fire starters, <laughs> everybody was right behind the door. Like, like instead of dealing with whatever the fire was and being amazed by it, it's like they were just all gathered up by the door. So it's like, if they understand what the door is, I don't know. It's just, oh, that's like, <laughs> Like they're just like, mean like they're, oh, they're going to be getting here soon. So let's all stand like, by the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they were all about to rush out. <laughs> but it, I don't understand. Anyway. <laughs> so stupid. So. Um, and why didn't the door open for them? <laughs> if they were there. Especially if there was a fucking like, fire. Why was, <laughs> what's going on at all? <laughs> all right. So now we have to meet his daughter, who he's already offered to Picard. Ugh. That was another thing. Immediately upon meeting uh, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, Danny O'Toole, or whatever his name is, <laughs> <coughs> offered him his daughter in marriage. A lot to be desired. And this is You her. don't oh, offer no. us a bite or a... back a little bit. She's... She has a look that does not exist anymore. Uh, yeah. That this was, this was the last era of that look mm -hmm. of like... This is my daughter. She could be 23 or 49. I know, except I did just play somebody in a, I, I was on set and I played a teen, like not a teen, but like a, maybe somebody in their 20s and I'm 37. But you could pass for somebody in their 20s. I know, you know but I mean? no, everybody else who was there was in their teens. That's weird. Isn't that weird? That's weird. Kind of cool. They were like, I could be their mom. Um, and one of them I was, but I didn't tell them. I want them to have a good life. Alice. I want them to have everything they need. So I got to see her one last time. Don't you think she needs a mom? She doesn't need the likes of me. 
No, I, that's true. But <laughs> well, yeah, a mom. Yeah. No, we're working on it. Just, you know, social services getting involved. Oh, good. Okay, good. Okay. What would have happened to me? You would have suffocated and died. All right. Yeah. Ah, sweet mercy. <laughs> oh, there you are. So much hay. Oh, Your hospitality leaves a hell of a lot to be desired. You don't offer us a bite or a sup, and when we build a fire to cook a little something, the whole place goes mad. I, uh, my apologies. I was unaware that you had not been instructed. In so the, he's treating her differently. The use of the food, which already expenses. pisses me off, because she's hot. And what are you staring at? Oh, I've never well, seen a woman before. This is great. I thought I had. Yeah, that is. Uh, I did like that. That is a fucking great line. <laughs> it's amazing. That's so I mean, <laughs> using it depends on someone ever asking you, "Have you ever seen a woman before?" Which never happens. But it is amazing. It's a once in a lifetime <laughs> line. You gotta have it locked and loaded, <laughs> and you gotta take a mental space just having that ready. But that is the the shining jewel in this it's cow abs- pie of an episode episode of television. <laughs> yes, not worth digging for. I'll oh. say that. Listeners at home, I'm going to skip this one. But wait but. a minute. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> why would she say, have you never seen a woman before? I don't know. That's a good <laughs> point. Why was that her reaction? Oh. Maybe because she's like, I'm going to test this one. Is he going to say the traditional? <laughs> Is he going to flop this? Or is he going to say the best possible line a man could say? <laughs> I've tried hand, this line oh, so many times. Man <laughs> I ask him the question. The question which can only be followed by one answer. It's her personal test. <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> Darling. Yes. You sound so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, I'm podcasting. Oh, okay. So I'm putting you on speaker. Babe, I'm podcasting. Shut up. That's Paul. Sorry, babe. Hey, I'm podcasting. Uh, Paul, Hi, going? Garrett. How's it going? It's going pretty good, man. How are you doing? Oh, man. I had too much deep dish last night. I had to take some Tums. Okay. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> okay. Okay, babe. Um, so glad you meet my you met my friend. <laughs> so I saw the video of the apartment. I'll call you later. I'm just gonna okay, be done in a little bit. This All should right. take uh what five more minutes? Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Bye. Right. <laughs> see, he's, he's a he, why why Garrett? You're a romantic. Um. <laughs> So Riker immediately macking on this lady. And I hate how Picard treats her differently. I hate that Picard is like treating everybody like they're the most annoying, uh, just like pains in his ass. Mm-hmm. And they're like, God, get out of here with your hay, you know, and even though it's all his fault that they're there. And then he goes up to this really hot like Irish lady and he's just so intrigued. And it's like, oh, suddenly her weird brash Irishness is like, not annoying at all and it's just like I'm so sorry I didn't realize and it's like okay sometimes he can be like gentlemanly which mm-hmm. I can excuse but he's treating everybody the same with like he's just rude it didn't read the way 
it didn't read that way to me. I understand what you're saying, but my, for whatever reason, it didn't read that way to me. It read to me like, well, of course it didn't read that differently <laughs> to you. All you think about is a, my, is a, is a pipe and a mug. But I'm the one doing the work. Unseating the patriarchy. All day and all night. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I'm doing the washing up of that. <laughs> Minding the children. To me, I think it's because I could be giving the... I think it's because of the performance. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. giving the performance too much credit. Yeah. But I... The way he's playing it, it seems to me. But I'm, you know what? I'm also thinking a couple lines ahead. Yeah. Of his reaction when he starts laughing. Pleased to meet you, ma'am. Ma'am. You may have all the time in the world, but I've dozens of frightened and hungry children and women to look after. And what about the men? Well, I'm sure they'll find their. Why would you ask that? Do in the bottom of a mug of homebrew. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, they don't eat, Commander. No, she, she's a fine girl. She's not usually as sharp tongued as that. Donald! Oh, oh this God, fucking I guy. Hate him so much. Cut rate, Dick Van Dyke. Sir? The spinning wheel that they talked about before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last thing I expected. <laughs> Sometimes, you just have to bow to the absurd. He's a fucking good actor. I think because of this moment, yeah. I think of it as it's the turning point for him of like... When he meets her. This is fucked up, and now this lady's yelling at me. Yeah, and it's like, I can't... Yeah, it's, I, I get that to a certain extent. But I also take that moment of him laughing and saying, bow to the... I know he didn't write the line, mm-hmm. but the way he delivers it, I feel like is a nod to like, this whole episode is 100%. <laughs> I completely agree. First time we've agreed during this episode. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just joking. Why is that the noise? I have no idea. What is that noise listed as, by the uh, way? Sunglasses. <laughs> so he decides Riker to stay on and uh, hang out no, with No, he lady. doesn't. Riker volunteers to yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said he assigns Riker. No, I said he decides. I'm sorry. They're like, let's get out of here. Uh, Captain, Captain, sorry. How did this ship sense the fire? Not an important uh, scene. Well, the uh, ship's computers. Computer? Uh, the ship's computer? computers sense a localized increase. No, it's no, just the way you say it sucks. So he's smart enough to know the ship sensed the fire, but the word computer do. he's never heard before. Maybe not said that way. We say computer. 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 Sir, I think I'll stay and give her some help. That's weird. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> give her some help. Then <laughs> she's just doing like nothing. She's moving hay from one side <laughs> to the <laughs> other. It's <laughs> <This> poor actress. <laughs> also, at what point is the captain going to let his number one officer just hang out on the cargo bay? Yeah, you've bay? got nothing better to yeah. do. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm your boss, yeah. and I'm fine with it. Yeah. Go I, ahead. I take my cues from you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why don't you stay here and help this lady move some hay yeah. around? She's hot, so of course. <laughs> yeah. That this is another thing. Like they, I feel like they know that's why he's staying behind. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. like whatever, dude. <laughs> but this is so wildly unprofessional. <laughs> wildly unprofessional. 
Un- this is not even. They've had zero experience together. This is not even like they he's don't on know a mission. Each other at all. He meets this person over the course of however long. Yeah. They start to be attracted to each other. They're all adults. Blah blah blah. This is like he just met this lady. Yep. They're they're in fucking crisis. Yeah. These people are not. They're it's, not visiting. These the are ship. refugees. They're refugees. Yeah. And he's like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I have literally nothing else to do. All I've got is a mountain of paperwork sitting in. <laughs> and I got some new scales to do on my trombone. So I'm just going to hang out with you for a while. The ship will clean itself. Well, the ship will clean itself. Good for the bloody ship. So this is a cargo base. So at any moment, somebody could open up the airlock and just scoot okay. everybody out. So then she, he's standing there just staring at her. Not helping at all like he said he would. Who? Who wouldn't be charmed by a, a man looming over you and staring? That is literally what turns her around. He just stands there staring at her. And she's like, I like this guy. <laughs> he hasn't left yet. Then this yet. weird come on. Tell me, Commander Riker. She, she lifts her skirts four inches. To, yeah, to, to expose her shins. <laughs> Legs akimbo. Also, it's not like even a cute. But for their time, you know, for their their society, which is they're back to the nature. You remember from twenty one thirty five? You remember how how modest things were post World War Three? Because she's aggressive, get it? That's my whole thing. My mind in all the hustle and the bustle. How did he get out? Well, in all your travels, have you heard anything from the other colony? Now this is where the real turning point is when we get to see the A plot for the first time. <laughs> exactly. That's true. Yes, now we That's get true. to just Captain's log supplemental. A review of stellar charts has revealed a class M planet only Does half anyone a know what the difference is between the main log and the supplemental log? Why is this not why is this information? I think because the, the main log, log is the beginning of the episode. Captain's log. So he's like summarizing the whole day or journey or adventure? But a lot of, but usually it's like the captain's like, we're about to do this. Oh yeah, maybe it's the if he makes it up. If he does it in the first thing in the morning, it's captain's log, and if it's throughout the day, it's captain's log supplemental. Veronica and I have talked about this before too, where it's like he says the star date as though computers don't keep track. Like when you leave somebody a message on a voicemail, it's like it's like, hey, it's uh, it's Alice. It's about three three months, almost three forty now. Um, like no one ever, you know how people sometimes leave messages with that now because you're used to it. But it's like this far in the future, nobody's gonna be leaving the date and time (laughs) vocally. (laughs) So weird. So we cut to Riker in his quarters with this lady who's changed into a different outfit. Yeah, I, I, as far as I can tell, completely different outfit, like different clothes. Yeah, completely different clothes. Even and though she, she claims she hasn't washed her feet yet. Yeah. <laughs> so she's wearing an Aaron sweater, crop top. Yeah. Like an Irish Hooters waitress. It's cut. Yes, it's cut off right below her titties. Her tits. Yeah. Uh, we say titties here, but no big deal. Um, <laughs> was that? Is that, the, is that the strunken white around here, around these parts? <laughs> and she's treating Riker like he's her long. Long-time married husband. She wa- First of all, she walks in. I guess his, his apartment is dirty. <laughs> I don't know how we know. How does she know that? <laughs> I know. What is it? It's like 
Everywhere you go is covered in hay. So why? The Taj Mahal to you. She walks in, different clothes. <clears throat> William Riker, you're a mess. Oh, she takes off this one red thing. Her entire outfit was a completely different color. I can see why your father wants to marry you off. Oh. And why is that? So we can have a pipe and a mug of beer in peace. Ew. This whole scene made me uncomfortable. So gross. So many wonders on your great ship. But there's still one thing you haven't shown. Nothing changed. He presses a button and nothing is different. I thought it was going to clear away these dishes. Wash my feet. Behind that door. It didn't even change the lights. Like, I thought he was yeah. going to get romantic. I'm definitely, I need to have this now. This, this Aaron mean? crop top thing. <laughs> it's so weird. Do you not like girls? She, she takes off her skirt to reveal a slightly <laughs> lower skirt. <laughs> Another skirt. And then what did you do? Did you reveal your low skirt? <laughs> I showed him my I bones. showed him my low skirt. <laughs> my low skirt. <laughs> But did you show him your high shins? Oh, and why would you go she around was... showing your low skirt to everyone? I don't respect a girl going around showing her high shins in her low skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so they start to make out. It's gross and uncomfortable. And then uh, that goes away. She's a great torso. That goes away. Never goes comes away. back again. And then Worf comes to the... This is probably the this the peak uh, Peter O'Toole oh, reject. Oh, please, don't even mention his name. Okay, this is Dick Van Dyke. Discount Dick Van Dyke. Discount Dick. Discount Van Dyke. Dilithium Van Dyke. Dilithium Van Dyke acting. But this is like a hate crime. He's trying. Without this bloody ship firing bloody lightning bolts at us. You can obtain spiritus liquors from the food dispenser. Of course, he's got a still. Oh no, no. It's not that. This is the other thing. Quickly. Um. While they're aboard this ship in crisis, like um, a bunch of refugees, for some reason they get at the 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 business of doing their whole farming life, everything immediately. Like yeah. you would need to make as though they have to make new homebrew every single day, <laughs> and on the hour. It's I like, think they make it by the glass. Like that's the problem. <laughs> like it's like they've been on the ship for six hours, right? Like, how are they immediately starting to make their own liquor? They well, haven't brought yeah. any? Like, <laughs> Nope. They drank it all up. They drank this it all is up what immediately. They do. This is what they do. They constantly have to be making it. The whole village that O'Brien offered me, is it? <clears throat> if you wish, it can be so real alcohol. A little bit. This is kind of cool because he mentioned Synthahol, and this is one of the first times. <sighs> Knows about Synthahol, does not know about computers. <laughs> but we also find out, th and I think I feel like this is new information, that if you want, the computer will make you regular alcohol. Yeah. And so you drink Synthahol just so to not get a hangover, right? I'm going to get that line. Yeah, I think it's... I, you get slightly drunk. Real alcohol. Good. With all the deleterious effects intact. <sighs> intact. As it should be. <laughs> You see, lad, every moment of pleasure in life has to be purchased by an equal moment of pain. I can get behind that. Yeah, actually. that's very zen. Yeah. Whiskey. No specificity whatsoever. I know. Well, that's yes. your fault. There's, there's, first of all, two whole entire kinds of whiskey. <laughs> it's like just saying chicken. <laughs> no bite. You know, Salute. can't just ask for chicken. 
Potato. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's not good. Of course there's dry ice coming out. Because <laughs> it's the future. Okay, and this is a hate crime right here. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. Eyes crossed. <laughs> oh, the noise. I call a wee drop of the creature. Remember what I said so about she ostensibly just got laid. Yeah. <laughs> and she's furious. She comes in furious. <laughs> now, this th- she comes in furious to justify his little joke here. Mm-hmm. Then the information that she imparts to him, she did not need to be furious about at all. Pain. Well, it is about to begin. Still drinking. Oh. <coughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. What's this? Oh, what darling is it? I might have known. Are you drunk yet, or can you talk with Dr. Pulaski about the children? What about them? She wants to send them to school no, with no, the ship's no, no. children. Oh, what do you think? I think it's a good idea. So you're not mad? Why? Yes. So go handle it. What? 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 It seems like it's handled. And I'm sure <laughs> there's something you can be doing with your time. And as for you... What? Why did you have to tell them this magic wall can give them more than meat and potatoes? This magic wall. I would never get a lick of work out of them. Madam, have you ever considered a career in security? If it's anything like babysitting, I'm an authority. (laughs) (laughs) We get that. (laughs) She is killing. I just want five She's minutes. Straight destroyed. I want five minutes. This room is warm. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're ready to go. You ever see you ever see that? You're like, oh God, if I could only picture of this guy. <clears throat> the extras in this So are I terrible. I took it to be that she's mad that he's getting drunk. Yeah, when he should and be. If, if that was my dad, and that's the way he gets drunk, mm-hmm. I would be mad too. Because sure. every time he gets drunk, he has to make a big old cross-eyed thing about it. Absolutely. I'd be like, this is irritating. Oh, I'd be mortified. I would be like, oh be my God, please we just not here. Please don't give my dad any booze. Because it's not even that he, he doesn't take it well, obviously. You can tell that. But he just, he just. It's just a thing. It's a whole thing. It's you know, we're like, trying to not develop, you know, people's stereotypes about us or whatever. And like, it's just the way he is, he leans into it. You can tell he leans. Why would Worf tell him that you could make... (laughs) These people are a problem. Yeah. They're a problem. Giving them liquor. It's really weird. He's the head of security. (laughs) Hey, you guys seem like loose cannons. Um, How about I tell you how you can get (laughs) shit-faced? That's the only thing missing from this equation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's true jesus all right so we haven't still seen the a fucking plot of this episode nope. but when they are talking about the other colony <clears throat> it's revealed that uh there's an entire branch of this civilization that came out in these two different ships i guess they jettisoned the science Guys from this utopia, and yeah, then they went two two different they went ways. Two different ways. The European hegemony, or whatever. Hegemony. Which I realized I'd never heard that word out loud. Hege- I was like, "Is that the word it's I'm hegemony. seeing in my head?" I thought it was hegemony, hegemony. too. Are they two different I say things it all the time? Look at I may, it. Maybe hegemony is like the name of the thing. Hegemony. <laughs> hegemony crickets, and then uh, so the science guys landed on a stable M class planet. Or no, maybe they're still on their ship. And then the Irish people, 
who are going to follow them afterwards with all the equipment. Mm -hmm. So it's weird that they have all the equipment and they're not scientists and the scientists don't have any equipment or something. I don't know what it was. It's just... Hegemony. All right. Presenting the United Federation of Planets. This is wonderful. Welcome, Captain. The guy with the... I'm Wilson Granger, Prime Minister of Mariposa. No doubt a descendant of Captain Walter Granger. Good, good stage whisper. Hey, <laughs> Data. <laughs> he he said that like it was fucking gossip. I'm afraid the truth <laughs> is, you got lost in the bureaucracy. But despite We've the all been there. of our arrival, <laughs> we're here now. And we're eager to renew ties. Splendid. Do you have bigger shoulder pads? Because mine aren't <laughs> six feet wide enough. And he has the biggest shoulder pads I've ever it's seen. It's like, stop it's, making sense. Yeah. Please exactly. come down and allow us to extend our hospitality to you and your crew. Thank you. Foreman away team number one. I would urge caution. Caution? What's wrong? He's hiding something. Always. We'll check it out. Mr. Warren. I feel <laughs> so sorry for her. I feel so I have a sorry job on this ship. It's to tell you that there's extremely <laughs> dangerous waters ahead. We'll check it out. Thanks. What? We'll check it out. Yeah, uh, we'll check it out. You should have and pat, even though patted ev- her on the head. Yeah, <laughs> every time you tell me, someone is almost dead by the end of this episode. They also... Every like, time she says something. They they seem to forget. Like, she says that, and every then they time. forget it, and then, then they're surprised mm-hmm. that the person was hiding something. Dr. Pulaski, join us in transporter room three for an away detail. Now it's, we start to move it a clip because we've got two different... <laughs> We got two we gotta, different episodes. We got to move, people. We got to move. To we're, tie up. We're burning daylight. We're tied together, but we still we can still have a shot of them. Welcome to Mariposa. That was kind of a cool shot. I'm yeah. Victor Green. Like over the shoulder, they're finishing up Commander their transport. Doctor Pulaski, Lieutenant Worf. A pleasure. I'll escort you to the Prime Minister. This way, please. So he looks exactly like the guy Your they brother. saw on screen. Your arrival really is serendipitous. Oh, how so? Brother. Well, uh, perhaps I'll let the Prime Minister explain that. Because I'm hiding something. <laughs> Triplets? Or if there is something damn odd going on here. They're so weird. Now, it, it makes me think that they must have actually been triplets. Yeah, because and then they got... Mm-hmm. They didn't have They're the technology. So, because their reaction Doctors. is... Yeah, they didn't have the yeah. technology, and their reaction is so strange. Yeah. Excellent. But they could have... I think they could have done three by... I don't know. Panels. Uh, yeah. I think it best if the... Uh, the Prime Minister... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <gasps> Oh, Brett. Yeah, Brett LaBattery. Gentlemen. Please, follow me. And then this weirdo. <laughs> Charlie Murphy. She's secretly scanning him. This <laughs> way, also, this is the same sculpture from the other hallway. They even even the sculptures are cloned. It. Don't say cloned. Spoiler. Don't say cloned yet. Welcome to Mariposa. I'm weird. <laughs> but you and he and her. But Dr. But, but, but. Catherine Pulaski. She's not phased. This is my chief of She's staff. She's gonna drop the fucking hammer Tell on me, them right now. Is your entire population made up of clones, Prime Minister? How did she... What? Clones. Clones? Clones. Yeah, clones. <laughs> it was so unnecessary for four people to say clones. <laughs> also, 
Of course they are. That's so crazy. Everyone looks exactly alike. It's the fucking future. <laughs> like why? Why? Why would you assume that? That's like strange. maybe Worf isn't familiar with like the uses of cloning to create a society, and he's like, oh, clones. But then also Riker, and then the prime minister says, clones. Yeah, you got me. It's I mean so crazy. You got me. I I, I know you've only seen three people, and then you've <laughs> seen four copies of each of those three people. Yes, you figured it out. We're clones. So. We're not all a race of sextuplets. (laughs) That all happen to work together in the same office. We're all different sextuplets that all work at the same office. It's a family business. It's weird. Some people say nepotism. Some people cry nepotism. You know, know those conventions where it's like a bunch of twins get together and they all dress the same and stuff. We did that. And then we realized we formed a business together. And that business is running the society, it's just <laughs> like any other business, you know. I'm a, I'm a wealthy businessman, so <clears throat> at this point, they're they're in trouble because they're clones. It's that's trouble. what's that's you, what you're not allowed to be clones. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> they're angry about it. You're clones. Why? Why does she? She's so confrontational. She's such a gotcha. She's so, like, um, so, like, yeah, yeah, quick question. Um, <laughs> oh, and uh, just one more thing. Uh, well, you weren't about to. Uh, your <laughs> How did you? Well, I guess since the cat's out of the bag, <laughs> the two you've d- caught us. The two dum dums that she works with, like clones. <laughs> <laughs> clones. I wish somebody would like clowns. Cleans. <laughs> Captain's log, supplemental. Prime supplemental. I didn't just wake up. This is extra. Meeting to discuss Bonus content. Post colony. I've invited him to the Enterprise. What does that say? It's Captain, Robin Peter to PayPal. 300 years ago, during our landing on Mariposa, <laughs> the skin of our ship was breached. Only so five of Alice, you're a poet. I'm a romantic. The progenitors romantic, that weren't was willing Sorry. to just give up and die, up. and they were scientists. This boring guy. Do you have French press? Perfect. They used that expertise and turned to cloning. Yes. We had no other option. I I hope French press survive in the future. Insufficient gene pool from which to build a society. It's never good. It's never good. It's the best way to make coffee. Natural sexual drugs. Bless you. Drugs. Be bad. Punitive Ah. ones. In the beginning, uh, a little bit of each. That was a good cliffhanger. Now, after three hundred years, the entire concept of sexual reproduction is. A little repugnant to us. What? Well, how did Riker you overcome that. the problem of replicative fading? We haven't. You have got a problem. And you're in trouble Wait, about it. I don't it. understand replicative fading. I was just Each thinking about not liking sex and how crazy that is. Subtle errors creep into the chromosomes and eventually you end up with a non-viable clone. Is he saying they don't like sex because they're all technically related to each other? Yeah, I think so. I was hoping that you would be willing to share some tissue samples. Yeah. Are you fucking... You want to clone us? Screaming. Yes. I love that answer, actually. How can you possibly be harmed? It's not a question of harm. One William Riker is... Unique, perhaps even special. Except in uh, season four. Him, diminishes me in ways I can't even imagine. 
You would be preserving yourself. <laughs> Human beings have other ways of doing that. We have children. Weird tete-a-tete. -tete. Well, I guess we're at an impasse. The, the, the greatest, everyone just like, nope, uh-uh. I think you will touch find that, one. that attitude prevalent among all the Enterprise people. <clears throat> the Enterprise people. I see. <laughs> well. Hi, we're the Enterprise If you are not willing to share your DNA. <laughs> and we'll take care of your insurance will needs. Will you at least send some people to repair our <clears throat> malfunctioning equipment? Yes, of course, number one. Put a technical team together. So Let's clearly they're going to kidnap them and clone yes, them. Yeah. Nobody's, they, nobody should ever think that they won't. The Enterprise people love helping Prepare people with their malfunctioning equipment. And then getting fucked three. over yeah. about it. With your permission, I would like to return to the planet. It could be my last opportunity to study replicants. What is he looking at? Uh, with your permission, of <laughs> He's course. He's just bummed. He is straight up welcome. bummed. Perhaps you will <clears> find a solution that we have overlooked. He tried to trick well, them. I appreciate the then they found him out. I don't think that's very likely. Then they were rude to his face. And repairing that equipment will certainly not solve your problems. What are the so Thanks for that. <laughs> 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 so uh, I should just go fuck myself? Great. I didn't understand that either. <laughs> like, the whole thing is that they're like, listen, it's as much as sexual activity is repugnant to you, it's unacceptable for us to be able to provide tissue samples and I don't think anybody on this ship would be able to either. I'm really sorry. Well, can you at least help us with our our machines? Yes, but you're still fucked. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, like, we'll, why we'll, point that out? We'll fix the machines all day long. Yeah. It's not going to help you. <laughs> okay. How about this? Uh, how about we break some of our machines and fix them and give them to you? <laughs> at the end of the day, you're all going to die out in two years anyway. Is he talking about like their home entertainment system. Yeah, what? We're having an issue with uh, the <laughs> Apple TV. It uh, it's sometimes the sound goes it's out. It's like searching for Wi-Fi, even when it's connected to the main line. So it I, says it's connected, but I so I don't yeah, see what the problem is. Yeah, is it the LAN? I don't know what a LAN is. LAN. So <laughs> she just says that and brings it up. So then, of course, they get kidnapped. Of course, her and Riker, they just zap them with something and take some of their. <laughs> Some of their stomach tissue um, <laughs> <clears throat> while they're there. And then Jordy comes in to look for them. Jordy's also down on the planet helping with, of course, because he's chief engineer. So he has to solve all their equipment problems. And uh, <laughs> see this scene while they're down there. Yeah. Everything is always the head of the department yes. goes and solves oh, it. Without... We cut to so a scene weirdos. of somebody... <laughs> somebody Lowering a giant syringe ultra slowly into the stomach of like a, a stunned. Yeah, their Dr. eyes are Pulaski. wide open. They're yeah. just staring up at the and ceiling. And they have to lower it from a height. Yeah. For some reason, it's like a ceremony. And then my favorite thing about it is that not only do they they just also have to go through the clothing. I thought about that. Like you wouldn't like maybe want to. I mean, they're stunned anyway. <laughs> They're not going to remember any of this. Maybe just take off or unzip. It's where they're, the still, they're still wearing yeah, the front zip. Exactly. Just undo it. Because otherwise you're going to get some fibers in your DNA yeah. sample. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Because those needles are, they could not look more old fashioned. <laughs> it's huge. Hypodermic There's needles. nothing modern about them at all. So they take the sample and then I guess wake them back up and put them where they were. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say what happened. No explanation as it follows because, okay, here comes Jordy. 
So what happened to you two down on Mariposa? Is everything all right? This is also a bit of new information about Jordy's visor. But they never addressed again. Some clone lied to me. Lied to you? Commander, with this, I can see better than your average person. Now, when someone lies, there are certain physiological manifestations, variations in blush response, pupil dilation, pulse. Oh, you're saying the Don't people that we were warned were liars. <laughs> the clones <laughs> lied to us. Well, mm -hmm. I don't remember anything happening. I was working <laughs> can't in a medical facility. We were only warned twice. Report to Granger's office. What if she launched into, into the monster? I ran into Will on the way. Now wait a minute. I was working in the lab. Granger said that he hadn't seen either one of you. And did you make it to his office? I think. I don't, I don't remember. I don't. Did Is that you? your phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, okay. The best. This is the greatest. So, what's the prognosis, Doc? Well, I just got this Jordan, off Amazon. to know that you're not missing any epithelial cells. Great. Will and I help. The pause. The best reaction. Pause. Fucking great. She, she just. Okay. <laughs> this scene, I feel for these people so hard. This scene is a fucking mess. <laughs> she just jumps up, grabs something, starts scanning people, doesn't explain what she's doing. Jory has to say, what's the prognosis? <laughs> what do you why, why wouldn't I think I would say, what are you doing and why are you doing it? What's the prognosis? She says, You'll be happy to miss your not you'll be happy to know you're not missing any apothelial cells. Somehow he knows what that is. And he goes. Great. great. <laughs> I didn't I ask. Actually, as, uh, as a, um, I thought that was a great delivery from Jordy from Mr. LeVar Burton because I felt yeah. like his, his delivery kind of said like, I don't know what that fucking shit is. Don't know what you're saying to me? Yeah. Don't care. Exactly. Will this end the conversation? <laughs> yes. However, <laughs> Great news. Meaning. Although you can clone from any cell in the body, the cells lining the stomach are the best and choice I mean because they're relatively cell. undifferentiated. <laughs> So the stomach cells are the best for cloning. Going? Now, to their cloning lab. this means that she has a um, device <laughs> that tells you not only <laughs> how many of these, let's say, it, let's say all it reads is apothelial cells. Okay. okay? <laughs> so it knows how many you have, <laughs> how many you're supposed to have, <laughs> and instantly will subtract, like, this is how many you're missing. I guess abathelial. What an amazing, amazing. Can you play Candy Crush on it? Oh, God, I hope so. It's amazing. I didn't even think about that. Paul, that's why you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Alice is trying to bring up the old soundboard and the tablet. I got it. Somehow this tablet is now powering the laptop. Yes. <clears throat> the, the power was diverted from the shields. Then it was diverted to the tablet. And then from the tablet, it was diverted to the main laptop power. So when Brett plugged in mm -hmm. the the laptop, then the soundboard tablet right. showed that it was losing power. Yeah. And that's why Alice said, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. It and sweet. it is. And that's what we, that's the kind of operation we run down here at Forever Dog Studios. You know? Indie man. For Christmas, uh, Brett got Veronica and I these combs, these beautiful combs. And we walked in. <clears throat> it was really sad. And you were completely bald. And we were bald <laughs> because we had sold our hair to buy him a pocket watch. And uh, thank God for Biotin. Am I right? <laughs> a word from our sponsor. 
I use a mane and tail. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can tell you use that horse shampoo, Paul. I can tell. Oh, oh I can tell you use that horse shampoo. Use it all over. Hell yes. Hell yes. I'm covered with manes and tails. <laughs> it's just sticking out of every, just elbow manes. Elbow manes and foot tails. If you had to have hair, mm-hmm. a mane of hair, like a horse is like a straight, long, anywhere I mean, on your body. would just be like a mohawk. Yeah, really. but it's longer than a mohawk. So True. it would go down your back if you, you had it. You seen my mohawk pictures. Oh, shit. It would go down my back? I would have like, like it the, would be like, like a mane of hair. And right. then it would go down your back. Or would if I have you hair could on choose... the sides as well or no? No, it would, it would be a mane. It would just be a mane. But in addition to your hair. So just you as is, but plus a mane anywhere on your body. So you can't really tell it's a mane until you see my back. That's right. Okay. And, and what's you could shave question? it. You could shave it. I would. <laughs> where would, I'd, where I'd be, would you put it? Or would you like put it on your you stomach me, or something? Ugh, like a treasure trail. <laughs> but it's a thick. It's a thick mane. Or just on <sighs> one leg. Oh, <laughs> and there's no good place. I think I would have it be maybe down one arm mm-hmm. like this so that I could kind of like have it be like a sash. That, do you know how sashes work? No. Why don't you just have it as a gotten, sash across your body? <laughs> I haven't gotten to that class yet in pageantry 101 at UCB. You're still walking around with a book on your head. <laughs> I still am. Yeah. All right. So where the fuck were we? <laughs> Completely forgot. So they rush off to the cloning lab. They discover that they're inside the... There's clones already underway. <laughs> so to solve this problem... It's clones underway. <laughs> it is clones ahoy up in this piece. <laughs> Clone city and the mayor is you. Mm-hmm. Clones? There's, I think that's... That's me. So... Fuck, 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 fuck. So he opens Ew. up the clone... Clone chamber. Cave. Clone chamber. The clone cubator. Clone cubator. And oh, he, he just straight up murders de-clo- someone. He murders his own clone. <laughs> He's like, nah. They haven't discussed I mean, it. Yeah, they haven't they discussed They haven't decided it. what they're going to do this yet. This is all silence. Yeah, there's no... Dialogue. He sees another one. It's like this show is like they have to pay for dialogue. She not. <laughs> it's like they have to charge per line. Time is free. <laughs> Time is but free. But dialogue costs money. She looks away. Stop. Too late. Three Charlie, Three Charlie Murphys, Murphys come in. <laughs> they look so funny. Murderers. No one is allowed to have any emotion. Gentlemen, please. Those poor guys. They're do? just triplets. They're clearly not actors. They don't know where to look. <laughs> We're desperate. Desperate. And that gave you the right to assault us, to rob us, and we have the right to rob us. We fucking got you. Also, yeah, they wouldn't have known if they didn't have that apothelial cell counter. We didn't know you were going to have that weird machine that is useless otherwise. What is the colonist situation? I love that. Three generations, and then the fading will be terminal. Rikers, we can really talk about that. Riker's whole defense of not wanting to be cloned is, <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> I don't want, if, if there starts to be a lot of me, then I get less. I'm great. very special. Like, he didn't frame it as one is special. Yeah, yeah. He, he framed it as me. <laughs> one William Riker, 
is awesome. A bunch of them, boo. <laughs> then it becomes less about me yeah, and I'm more not, about like a lot of me. Yeah, I'm not special. I want to be special. I don't want to share it. <laughs> I don't want to spread it around. You don't, you don't can't. get me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve it. They're among the walking dead now. They just haven't been buried. What, what a weird thing to say. Expected. Who knows how many other tissue samples were stolen. We certainly have a right to exercise control over our own bodies. You'll get no argument from me. I, I just had an abortion. <laughs> culture seems alien, even frightening. But really, we do have much in common. They're human beings fighting for survival. Would we do any less? Are you saying we should give them the DNA samples they require? That's just postponing the inevitable. If they get an infusion of fresh DNA, in 15 generations, it. they'll just go back don't to like the same problems. Don't like referring to it like that. Cloning isn't the answer. Fresh. What they need is Do you feel stuff. that Deanna's lipstick is clashing with her uniform? I don't mind lipstick clashing. Okay. I like that. In you fact, like it? I, I mean, There's look, something to be said for clashing colors sometimes, too. Like in, I, I in agree. outfits. Yeah. I totally agree. You're into that. I think, it's, I think it's got to be, I don't know. It's tough because of those shades of red. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what are you, uh, Danello Dan, O'Darby? <laughs> that guy. Uh, what the fuck? Do you remember how he was in this episode? <laughs> That's crazy. Do you remember how we were in a cartoon and now That's we're not? The craziest part about this episode is the jarring difference between earlier and yeah. now. Who are you? To, who are you to try to teach me a moral lesson about anything after this fucking caricature? Of a race of people you just put on. It's so upsetting. So now Troy has decided to stick up for these people. She's standing. Yes. They have the energy and drive, and the clones possess the emotional maturity and the technical knowledge. They started out together. It seems only fitting they should end up together. We probably should have arrived at this way sooner. Before doing any of the other shit. Like maybe we could have mentioned it when (laughs) the clones told us they were dying out. (laughs) Well, it also took those people hours to figure out (laughs) the distress signal. Hmm. Logical solution or... I'm sorry, Captain. It's out of the question. You're trying to dump your problems on us. We have problems of our own. Don't you understand? Dumbass. The Lloydy can help you. Look at him. How could we ever integrate that into our society? You're no prize yourself. <laughs> disruptive. It would require enormous effort to even educate him. Disruptive. Oh, forget it, Captain Picard. I'm not going to come in here with my hat in my hand begging charity from this blatherskite. Now stop. I will not allow posturing and bigotry to destroy this meeting. Now, please. That I've arranged. So I have a problem with this. Sure. Because this is so. If they would have united them, they got on the ship. They're like, oh, these people, and then they're like, "There's another colony." Okay, let's immediately find the other colony and put Mm. put it together. That's it. Do you want to see the other colony? Yeah, yeah. yeah, Let's do it. Then that's it. But now that they know about this cloning thing, and then they know that they want to keep cloning people. To put them, to smush them together is so not prime directive y. Yes. It's so against them. They're doing the most meddling now. But I guess because these people are aware of 
each other. They're they're yeah, they're aware of each other, they're aware of space travel. They're not like a they're not a um I guess that's true. They're yeah, they're they're what do they call it? I I think they do have a term for it, right? Like they, when they determine when they can reveal who they are. I, guess, I don't know. I guess if you're sending out a fucking distress signal. Yeah. <laughs> all bets are off. All bets are off, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's how it is. But he, and then in the meantime. But I know, what you, but yeah, I yeah. agree that it's, it's like, it's, it, it's, he's being so insistent now. Like you have to do this. <clears throat> yeah. Where it's like, you don't have any jurisdiction yeah. over these people. These are not your, your thing to manage. You're not in charge at all. <laughs> you have no, yeah, it's so weird. And then also the fact that they don't want to do it, it's like, yeah, I kind of, I mean, I kind of get that because they're weird, clone people who don't like to fuck. And like, I don't know what that's about. I don't know what weird shit's going on with it, the the lowering of the syringe. Like that's weirdly sexual for them in some way, right? Ancient, that's their sex. It is. Their sex is cloning. So they were like doing this weird, so they're, obviously super different like generations have gone by yeah and for some reason the brigloidi have become really extra irish over that time <laughs> and these people have become aliens so it's like yeah i get how that's gonna be weird but they're just insistent as though like there's no other way it could ever work what if they just clone the brigloidi oh and the brigloidi keep doing yeah exactly like just do that has asked that your laboratories be inspected for stolen tissue samples. And Instead of- I understand his concern. We may have to transport all your equipment here to the Enterprise. I see. When reason fails, you'll mm. resort to mm. blackmail. Mm. Fine. Destroy yourselves. It's not so bad, Captain. In 50 years, we'll have a new Class M planet, complete with cities and ready for colonization. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Unnecessary. It's brutal. The end is closer than you like. Asshole. <laughs> Fine, we'll fuck these peasants. <laughs> it's totally what it is. So many difficulties. That's Look, man, in addition. We are decent, hard-working people. <laughs> we are willing to learn. They're so different. <laughs> it is the differences that have made us strong. For 300 years, we have denied the carnal side of our nature. How can we learn to put that aside? Now, well, they... <clears throat> you, okay. So they they stopped having sex because they just didn't like having sex? I, I no, assumed it was because... No, it's because, because they, they didn't have enough people yeah, to, like... They were all related. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be thrilled? <laughs> thrilled? I think because the Brigloidi... This is just the way they've been doing it for so long. because the Brigloidi are so extra. Right. That's why he's not thrilled. They're so extra. They're just so like, ah, you know, like, we love to drink. And he knows that the minute, hey, look at his hallways. It's like a, one guy with like a, like a, a sculpture of a guy with a weird <laughs> onyx ball. Sculpture. You think that's going to look good with like hay everywhere? <laughs> he knows. He knows there's, he's like, I can tell from <laughs> looking at this dude that this, I'm not going to get through this without a bunch of hay everywhere. It's going to be hey, 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 all the time. Hey, now. And he doesn't want that. And I get that. But it's also like, so it's like racism in a way or whatever. Like his assumptions about these people. Yes. He's just because, now, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> he's just, they just make him into a racist in yeah. this 11th hour thing. <laughs> yes. He's an 11th hour racist. But then also these people are the worst racial caricatures. <laughs> it's almost like he's saying like, can't. 
is this the guy that's the ambassador? Because <laughs> if he's the ambassador, are they all like him? Or is I he know just... it just goes downhill from him. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't like, so why wouldn't making... they bring the lady I in? Know. She should be doing the decision making. Just ordering everyone around. This guy. Anyway, and also, this is what bothers me about Picard getting involved. It's like, Picard shouldn't be, okay, he has no jurisdiction to make these people meld Mm. cultures in the first place if they don't want to. And then beyond that, Mm. he's insisting that they fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Him and Pulaski are like getting so involved to the point he's like, here's what you absolutely have to do. I know you like cloning, but you can't do that anymore. You've got to start having sex. You put your man on a woman and he's like explaining how it works. It's like, yeah, we know how it actually works. That's why we don't want to do it. (laughs) Because it's, there's a hey. Now I'm searching. You, You put a young couple together. And you let nature take its course. Now, if this is going to work, <laughs> you're going to no have to your society, too. Yeah, Thanks. Th- thank you. I think we, yeah, we're good. For several generations. <laughs> I, I, I don't quite understand. Thirty couples are enough to create a viable genetic base. But the broader the base, the healthier and the safer the society. So it would be best if each woman bring Lloydie and Mariposan had at least three children by three different men. Uh, done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what he says. I think I could handle that, yes. Yeah. Ew. I've got to oh, laugh. So <laughs> frightening. Repugnant. Second <clears throat> use of repugnant. So, it's a done deal. <laughs> and here's my hand on it. I mean, what are you going to do? You guys don't have to have sex, you know? Maybe that's why he's so... He thinks... He doesn't like him. Yeah. He's like, we all got to fuck this weirdo? (laughs) Yeah, he has it 300 years in time to forget how it works. probably agree with you. Okay, so Cloney comes in. Cloney. Cloney. Send send in the clones. Cloney and Cloney walk in. (laughs) A word. He's got to talk to his crop top daughter. Who is no longer dating Riker, I guess. Yeah, that's all. It's, they, it's all thing one and done. And there's a pregnant girl holding a baby goat. And Cloney is. Cloney comes over. His reaction at first makes it seem like he thinks that they give birth to goats. <laughs> <laughs> then he almost wants paw. to touch her belly, but he doesn't, he know, which is yeah. respectful. That's good. And she's got a beret on and she's like, don't touch me. Okay. And, and he walks away. Again, dialogue is expensive. It's all, it, I always feel bad when the extras... Now, when you were a drunk, this is what you would do, right? You, 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 you and your fellow drunk, you just I pet did each close, other. Close-up hitting. Close-up slaps. Yep. Just laughing and petting each other. Just like a man. You make these grandiose decisions, but you never stop to consider the women. You men draw a mug and solve all the problems of the world while the beer goes down, but... When it comes to the I practical matters, it always falls uh, to the women. Yeah, Miss Odell, you were the one who wanted a new home. Ooh, that's gonna make a yell. I don't know if I want to be Eve. Hmm. Hmm. It's your choice. If you wish, you can stay on the Enterprise. We will drop you off at a star base. Because you can't stay here. Go <laughs> where you wish. Leave my doll. Yeah. Imagine being free of him for one second. Yeah. <laughs> 
this, this, this guy you hate. <laughs> These people will need your strength, your guidance. Oh, damn. <laughs> A well-timed cow. What do you do again? Prime Minister. Oh, sounds important. Oh, it is. Sounds like you might have more than two coins to rub together. Ugh. <laughs> Three husbands. What? Uh -huh. do you, why? Like, how did money enter into it? They don't need money. What? Who has money anymore? They all just seem to be one clan, right? They're like one big community. They share everything. There's no reason yeah. to trade. Yeah. So, and now, after all that, I oddly do want to check in with them. Like, I want to see what happened. It was a big mistake mm -hmm. that we never revisited Cloney and Clowney Cloney to find and Clowney. out how they got on. I know. However, we do see a Riker clone, right? Shows yes, up we do. We see a Riker yeah. clone. Yeah, yeah. But like this society now, after I've had to be dragged through this hell of an episode, yeah. I want to know what happens to them. Yeah. It's like they do the thing where they set up. Did you ever see this movie called like The the Invitation? It's about, um, it's like kind of a pretty terrible horror movie. Mm. Um, it's not that bad. It's, like, it's an indie horror movie about like, this guy that gets invited to see some old friends who he hasn't seen in a long time for a, a reunion dinner and he brings his new girlfriend who happens to be black and their like whole thing is that it's like sort of in that sense the opposite of get out because they're all white except she's the only black person and right. she doesn't act like that's a problem at all mm -hmm. and then things get crazy and she isn't like holy shit like you guys are a fucking crazy white cult. She's just like, geez, you know, anyway. Uh, so, cause it was written by white people, but so the, and then <laughs> the whole movie is about them escaping the weird cult that have their old friends have become. And then at the end of the movie, this red lantern goes on and it's like all the other neighbors have turned into this weird cult and it's mm. like in Silver Lake or something and everybody's lanterns go on and it's like the night of the purge and they're all gonna start and I'm like well I wanna watch that movie yeah not <laughs> exactly. the movie just yeah. about this one group yeah, yeah, yeah. like I wanna see everybody running around being insane <laughs> it's like that whole thing it's like we don't have the budget for that movie but oh no I agree that would be great just a slice of life oh it's we'd like, love no, to do that you. movie here's a slice of life yeah, but you know we, we thought we'd zoom in you know, because we had this one house that we rented on Airbnb. Anyway, so thank you, Paul. Alice, thank you. This is a great episode. And I think as a test to see whether or not we could do without Veronica. How do you think we <laughs> so did? So intense. It was pretty intense. It was. I missed her. Is this the longest episode you've ever done? Oh, <laughs> shit. I had no idea. A it flew by. very, very secure nod from Brett. It Flew by for have, me. He did not look at anything. Oh my god! I've been supposed to be at my house hours ago. Heads We've up, been here for over two hours. Shit. Okay, I'm heading home now. We're probably both in trouble. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> yes, my wife. Where are you? Double question marks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I am supposed to meet with a friend in my house. She is sitting there now and was sitting in traffic before this to meet me. Okay, but look, we, we both had, were in trouble. We had a good, we had time. A good time. This was a great. There was a lot to talk little, about. It that's was true. It was hard not to keep. Yes, and I and I apologize. I, apologize I know because <laughs> I brought you here in the first place. No, but I know that I I added a lot. You pontificated to it because there were a lot of moments. 
It was great. I pontificated. <laughs> Paul and Alice, as an epilogue, haven't spoken for months. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Alice. I love you dearly. I Handshake of friends. Handshake of friends. I spit in my hand. <laughs> I know I did too. I offer you my hand. And a deal is struck. All right. Signing off. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.